0: Welcome to Midday Prayer for Wednesday, November thirtieth, 2022, the first Wednesday in Advent. Our help is in the name of the Lord, Maker of heaven and earth. Jesus says, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. A reading from the book of Tobit. Courage in Burying the Dead. In the days of Shalmaneser I performed many acts of charity to my kindred, those of my people. I would give my food to the hungry and my clothing to the naked, and if I saw the dead body of any of my nation thrown out behind the wall of Nineveh, I would bury it. I also buried any whom King Shennecarib put to death when he came fleeing from Judea in those days of judgment that the King of Heaven executed upon him because of his blasphemies." for in his anger he put to death many Israelites, but I would secretly remove the bodies and bury them. So when Shennekerib looked for them, he could not find them. Then one of the Ninevites went and informed the king about me that I was burying them, so I hid myself. But when I realized that the king knew about me and that I was being searched for to be put to death, I was afraid and ran away. Then all my property was confiscated, nothing was left to me that was not taken into the royal treasury except my wife Anna and my son Tobias. But not forty days passed before two of Sennacherib's sons killed him, and when they fled to the mountains of Ararat, his son Esarhaddon reigned after him. He appointed Ahikar, the son of my brother Haniel over all the accounts of his kingdom, and he had authority over the entire administration. Ahikar interceded for me, and I returned to Nineveh. Now Ahikar was chief cupbearer, keeper of the signet, and in charge of administration and accounts under king Shennecarib of Assyria. So Esarhaddon appointed him as second in command. He was my nephew, and so a close relative. In the days of Esser Haddon, I returned home, and my wife Anna and my son Tobias were restored to me. At our festival of Pentecost, which is the sacred festival of weeks, a good dinner was prepared for me, and I reclined to eat. When the table had been set for me, and an abundance of food placed before me, I said to my son Tobias, Go, my son, and bring whatever poor person you may find of our kindred among the exiles in Nineveh, who is wholeheartedly mindful of God, and he shall eat together with me. I will wait for you, my son, until you come back. So Tobias went to look for some poor person of our kindred. When he had returned, he said, Father, and I replied, here I am, my son. Then he went on to say, look, father, one of our own nation has been killed and thrown into the marketplace, and now he lies there strangled. Then I sprang up, left the dinner before even tasting it, and removed him from the square and laid him in one of the outbuildings at my home until sunset, when I might bury him. When I returned, I washed myself and ate my food in sorrow. Then I remembered the prophecy of Amos, how he said against Bethel, Your festivals shall be turned into mourning, and all your songs into lamentation. And I wept. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The word that Isaiah son of Amoz saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. he shall judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks nation shall not lift up sword against nation neither shall they learn war any more holy wisdom holy word thanks be to god the westminster confession of faith chapter 34 as it was adopted by the United Presbyterian Church in the United States of America. Of the Holy Spirit, section 1. The Holy Spirit, the third person in the Trinity, proceeding from the Father and the Son, of the same substance and equal in power and glory, is, together with the Father and the Son, to be believed in, loved, obeyed, and worshipped throughout all ages. Section 2. He is the Lord and giver of life, everywhere present, and is the source of all good thoughts, pure desires, and holy counsels in men. By him the prophets were moved to speak the word of God, and all the writers of the holy scriptures inspired to record infallibly the mind and will of God. The dispensation of the gospel is especially committed to him. He prepares the way for it, accompanies it with his persuasive power, and urges its message upon the reason and conscience of men, so that they who reject its merciful offer are not only without excuse, but are also guilty of resisting the Holy Spirit. Section 3. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father is ever willing to give to all who ask him, is the only efficient agent in the application of redemption. He regenerates men by his grace convicts them of sin, moves them to repentance, and persuades and enables them to embrace Jesus Christ by faith. He unites all believers to Christ, dwells in them as their comforter and sanctifier, gives to them the spirit of adoption and prayer, and performs all these gracious offices by which they are sanctified and sealed unto the day of redemption. Section 4. By the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, all believers, being vitally united to Christ, who is the head, are thus united one to another in the Church, which is his body. He calls and anoints ministers for their holy office, qualifies all other officers in the Church for their special work, and imparts various gifts and graces to its members. He gives efficacy to the world and to the ordinances of the gospel. By him the church will be preserved, increased, purified, and at last made perfectly holy in the presence of God. A Prayer of Patrick of Ireland, Circa 389-461 to May the strength of God pilot us. May the power of God preserve us. May the wisdom of God instruct us. May the hand of God protect us. May the way of God direct us. May the shield of God defend us. May the host of God guard us against the snares of evil and the temptations of the world. May Christ be with us, Christ before us, Christ in us, Christ over us. May your salvation, O Lord, be always ours, this day and forevermore. Amen. A Prayer for a Meeting of a Church Council Almighty God, in Jesus Christ you called disciples, and by the Holy Spirit made them one church to serve you. Be with members of our General Assembly, Synod, or Presbytery. Help them to welcome new things you are doing in the world, and to respect old things you keep and use. Save them from empty slogans or senseless controversy. In their deciding, determine what is good for us and for all people. As this General Assembly, Synod, or Presbytery meets, let your Spirit rule, so that our Church may be joined in love and service to Jesus Christ, who, having gone before us, is coming to meet us in the promise of your kingdom. Amen. Eternal God, as you led your people in ages past, you direct our journey into the future. We give you thanks that you came to us in Jesus Christ. And we eagerly await his coming again, that his rule may be complete and your righteousness reign over all the world. Then we will feast at his royal banquet and sing his praises with the choirs of heaven. By your Spirit, open our eyes to the generosity of your hand and nurture our souls in all spiritual gifts. Fill us with gratitude overflowing that we may share life and love in praise to you, God of all the ages, In the gracious name of Jesus Christ, your Son, by the power of your Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation